If his injury rehabilitation goes well, the New Orleans Saints should be focused on a reunion this offseason with quarterback Jameis Winston. But what about Teron Armstead, Quan Alexander, Marcus Williams, and others? We'll go through every free agent coming up this offseason to talk about whether or not they should be back in New Orleans. We got all that and a little bit of lanyap for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints. You are Locked on Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Saints, your daily podcast covering the New Orleans Saints, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks as always for making Locked On Saints your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget we're free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube as well. And of course, I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter, Canal Street Chronicles, Locked On NFL, and here with you every single Monday through Friday on Locked On Saints. Today's episode is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to run through every pending free agent looking ahead to this offseason and talk about who should and who shouldn't end up back in New Orleans in 2022. And I want to start off with a pair of potentially unpopular opinions that I have. And the first one comes with quarterback Jameis Winston. And it's not the most unpopular opinion, right? But I do think that there are a fair amount of people that don't really see Jameis Winston as a viable starter going into 2022. I do. I think that if Jameis Winston's rehabilitation goes well over the course of the offseason, that the New Orleans Saints should focus on a reunion with Jameis Winston. I think that that would be a very important step forward for New Orleans, and a very important step forward for Jameis Winston. Now I know, I hear you. What if the New Orleans Saints trade for Russell Wilson? Sure. If they land Russell Wilson, then Russell Wilson is your quarterback. If they trade for Aaron Rodgers, then Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback. I get that 100%. If you give up, you know, capital, draft capital, you give up assets to bring in a quarterback, that quarterback is going to be your starting signal caller at the top of the season. However, I'm not really completely convinced at this point that those things are going to happen. I'm not convinced that Russell Wilson leaves Seattle. I'm not convinced that if he does, that he ends up in New Orleans. I'm not convinced that Aaron Rodgers ends up in New Orleans. You'd be probably a little bit more successful convincing me that the Saints trade for Derek Carr than you would be convincing me that the Saints trade for Russell Wilson. And I will tell you right now, I would rather Jameis Winston over Derek Carr. So for me, not being entirely convinced at this time, right? I can be wrong later, but right now I'm not convinced at this time that Russell Wilson is going to be a New Orleans Saint in 2022. My sort of outlook for the New Orleans Saints is to reunite with Jameis Winston. They did phenomenal work with Jameis. And not only did they do phenomenal work with Jameis, I think Jameis did phenomenal work with Jameis over the course of this season. Not only was he a 14-3 and touchdown to interception ratio, throwing two interceptions in his second game, and then throwing only one interception in the other five that he started after that. But he did it successfully. And he did it with passes underneath. I mean, he passed underneath between zero to nine yards to a higher percentage than both uh, Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon, of course, had 10 more passing attempts total than Jameis on the season this year. Jameis did throw also the lowest percentage in terms of shared percentage amongst the three quarterbacks of deep passes 20 plus yards. So we didn't really see the playbook open up downfield for Jameis, but we still saw him end up producing and, and, and generating an offense that was meticulous, one that could score, one that could get on the board. They didn't have a ton of passing yards with Jameis under center, 
but they put points on the board. And that's more than what you could say about this offense toward the end of the season. And so for me, when I look at it, I think that Jameis Winston should get another shot in New Orleans if his rehabilitation goes well. And of course, if he wants to return in New Orleans, because I suspect he'll have other suitors as well. The other piece to all this is that now you have an injured Taysom Hill that is going to have to undergo surgery over the course of the offseason, stuff like that. Jameis is already in the midst of his rehabilitation. Taysom hasn't even had his surgery to our knowledge at this point. So that might mean pushing Taysom's start time with New Orleans back a little bit. He might not be available at the beginning of training camp. We don't know yet. And so you have to have some other quarterback in the room at this point. And I think that it makes sense to have Jameis Winston, who was an emotional leader and who was somebody that I think grew as a person, just like he grew as a player. The other piece in the last piece that I'll mention about Jameis Winston is that if you want to bolster the pass catching options around on this team, wide receiver, tight end, you can't strictly rely on Michael Thomas coming back, right? You have to attract other players and you might need to attract free agents, which would be proven players that you can bring in and introduce to the system. I think there would be more players that would be excited to play for Jameis Winston as pass catchers because they know that they are entering a passing offense with that in mind, as opposed to a run heavy offense that might be led by, let's say, a Taysom Hill, which would be great for a guy like Alvin Kamara. And then, of course, Mark Ingram, who got his extension after the Saints tricked the Houston Texans to not only trade him to them, but also give the, give him an extension. Um, so I think that that's the other piece of it, too. And you want a cheaper quarterback in order to be able to build all those things up. And because Jameis's season ended on an ACL injury, he's not going to be the most expensive option out there. Now, you might have to pay him a little bit, but you're not going to get away with getting Russell Wilson for any cheaper, right? You're not going to get away with getting Aaron Rodgers for any cheaper, Derek Carr for any cheaper. It's not going to happen. So that's the other reason why I look at Jameis, because he allows you to bring in a viable starting quarterback that worked with your system early on when they were still trying to figure and feel things out. And then that also still leaves you with the cap space that you need to be able to make some moves around bolstering the offense. Speaking of bolstering the offense, in my other unpopular opinion, offensive lineman Teron Armstead, I think he's back in New Orleans next season. I know a lot of folks are kind of frustrated around Armstead because of his health and his availability. I think there's a good chance that he's back in New Orleans in 2022 because if the New Orleans Saints let him walk, that's a $13.6 million cap hit that they just have to eat. And that's huge in a season when you're already over $60 million over the salary cap going into the offseason, a month, uh, you know, two months away from the regular season beginning or the new league year, if you will, in March. And so I think that with Teron Armstead, you let him go and get signed somewhere else. You eat double digit amounts of millions of dollars in dead cap. Instead, you bring him back, you give him an extension, not a long one. You can give him a one year, two year extension with some voidable years in the back end of it and spread that cap hit out toward the back end of his contract when you expect the salary cap to take its leaps in 2023, 2024, 2025, because that is where this cap space is expected to jump exponentially. And we're going to see massive spending all across the NFL. Get ahead of it. Don't suffer now, right? We're make it work for you on the short term. Go ahead, give him that extension, lower the cap hit for 2022, protect yourself going into 2023. I think that is why you see Teron Armstead back in New Orleans in 2022. And hopefully Jameis Winston as well. Again, assuming that his uh, rehab and rehabilitation goes well for his injury. So those are the two big names that I wanted to talk about, but there's a lot of other names as well. We're going to talk more about Marcus Williams, uh, Quan Alexander, PJ Williams, Deontay Harris. And then to wrap up the show, we'll go rapid fire and hit every single restricted, unrestricted, and exclusive rights free agent left on this roster and talk about whether or not they'll be back 
in 2022. So we got that and much more coming up for you as we continue on with this free agency primer episode of Locked on Saints. But before we get to that, look, we're all looking for the edge, especially when it comes to betting. And that's why I'm grateful for our friends over at OnlineGambling.com who's sponsoring today's episode. They give you everything that you need in terms of the latest NFL news and the information that you need to make your best bets when it comes to these NFL playoffs. And speaking of the playoffs, they asked me to give you my Super Bowl selection. So I'm going to go with the dark horse Cincinnati Bengals in this one. Look, I can't pull for the Saints. We don't get to cover the Saints in the playoffs. So I'm going to go with the next best thing and throw in a little bit of Louisiana pride and have some fun. Also, I'm not sure if the AFC is ready to stop Jamar Chase anytime soon. So with all of that, that's my Super Bowl prediction. If you don't like that one, you can go and check out theirs over at the OG tip section of their website over at onlinegambling.com. There they're going to show you what all their Super Bowl picks are and make sure that you have the inside track on how to beat the odds upcoming throughout the playoffs. So make sure you visit onlinegambling.com slash NFL for all the latest gambling news, tips, and the info to beat the odds and give you the edge when it comes to this year's NFL playoffs. Once again, that is onlinegambling.com slash NFL to make the most of this year's playoffs. All right, Houdet Asia, continuing on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. As always, thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day every day. Just a quick reminder that we're here with you still five days a week all throughout the off season. No off seasons here for the Locked on Saints podcast and the Locked on Podcast Network. So I want to start off here with four players that the New Orleans Saints absolutely need to keep over the course of this off season. Three of them on the defensive side, one of them on the offensive side. We talked about Jameis Winston, we talked about Teron Armstead. Now we're moving our conversation forward a little bit to this sort of additional tier, top tier of free agents. So let's start over on the defensive side. The New Orleans Saints should do everything that they can to run it back with this same defensive unit in 2022 that they had in 2021. The good news is that means effectively three moves that they need to make, three players that they need to keep. It all starts with safety Marcus Williams. Marcus Williams has been absolutely phenomenal in 2021. It's actually kind of unfortunate that the Saints weren't able to get his contract done before the franchise tag deadline ahead of his season last year, because then they might not be in this situation. Because whatever that contract was that they were working on last year, it's a little bit pricier this year. There are two ways to keep Marcus Williams. They can either A, tag him again, 120% the price of what they paid last year, which was over $10 million. That would mean that he'd be just over $12 million in terms of his one-year salary cap guaranteed money this season in 2022. Or they come up with a long-term extension, and I guess the third option is one and then the other, right? You give him the franchise tag, and then before that franchise tag deadline, you extend him after that. Could be a possibility for New Orleans. However, I think the quicker that they can get him on an extended long-term contract, the better, especially if they can do it before he hits the open market as the league year begins in March. That becomes very important. But Marcus Williams needs to remain in this off, excuse me, in this defense, especially if Dennis Allen, who still at this time has not been asked to interview for any of the open head coaching positions. That's huge. And that's good news for New Orleans. Marcus Williams, Dennis Allen's defense, they're made for one another. Marcus Williams needs to stay in New Orleans. Next one, Quan Alexander. Quan Alexander returning to New Orleans this past offseason. No high expectations about him because he was coming off of a very late season Christmas Day Achilles injury. The guy getting back in the training camp, 
and we saw him. I was there. I watched him at training camp and I saw the, you know, the the noticeable size difference in his legs because of him being off of his leg for so long, all of that. And I wasn't sure he was going to be able to cut, change direction, cover, do all the things that makes Quan Alexander special by the time the season began. And boy, was I wrong. And was I happy to be wrong because he's been outstanding for New Orleans since they traded for him at the trade deadline in 2020. He was great for them here in 2021. I think the New Orleans Saints will work to keep him going into 2022. And because of his long injury history, I don't think that one season in which he still missed five games here in 2021 is going to be enough to make all of the suitors around for a coverage linebacker really push his price up, if that makes sense. And honestly, I simply think Quan Alexander wants to be in New Orleans. He has a great friendship with Demario Davis. He has a great relationship with CJ Gardner-Johnson, the rest of this defense. I think Quan Alexander wants to be in New Orleans just as much as New Orleans wants Quan Alexander to stick around. Another one, PJ Williams. PJ Williams has continuously been brought back on one-year deals over the course of the last couple of seasons. And every time that he was brought back, the same question was asked, why? This year, you saw why. Outside corner, slot cornerback, box safety, strong safety and split zone coverages, as well as free safety and single high coverages, five different roles. He did them all. Plus you can add him as a blitzer, six different roles. Oh, and you can add him as a run stopper, seven different roles. The guy can do anything you need him to over on the defensive side. And he is part of the reason why the scheme works because you have the depth that you need. I think that's where the Saints are really going to focus over the course of this offseason outside of in-house free agents is going to be filling out the middle of the roster and rebuilding the depth that they had back in 2020 in 2019, 2018, 2017, that they kind of had to lose with the way that the salary cap dropped going into 2021 with the pandemic season. So I think PJ Williams just is one of those guys, you sign him the one contract and you fill five, six different roles over on defense. He's very important to the success of this defense, especially once they whittle down an injury, but also in terms of their rotation over in the secondary. So I think PJ Williams will probably get a multi-year contract and it should be here in New Orleans. And finally, over on the offensive side, wide receiver Deontay Harris. Not just return specialist Deontay Harris, not just gadget player Deontay Harris. No, wide receiver Deontay Harris. I think that if the New Orleans Saints are able to bring in another wide receiver over the course of the offseason, it's the right choice. But Deontay Harris should consistently be mixed into this offense in 2022. You saw the way that they were able to utilize him in weeks in week 18 against the Atlanta Falcons, use them on the jet sweep motions, use them out of the backfield through the screen passes to him, ran the little reverses to him throughout the season, used him as a deep threat. You can do anything you want with Deontay Harris. And that is something that is special. They don't have that over on the offensive side when it comes to pass catchers in New Orleans. Alvin Kamara is maybe the only exception, but I'm talking about guys that can line up on the outside that line up as pass catchers, right? So you end up using Deontay Harris in all these different ways. The other good news is that he's a restricted free agent. So for New Orleans, he can't really even go out there and have conversations with anybody. They just tender him and he stays in New Orleans. It's nice and simple. So I think that that's going to end up helping the Saints big time. The fact that he's a restricted free agent and can't just waltz out of here and go and you know talk with a bunch of different teams or anything like that. The Saints are going to be able to keep him around. And I think that he becomes a big piece. Even if you add a wide receiver in free agency or the draft, even if Marquez Callaway stays on top of Deontay Harris on the wide receiver depth chart, I still think Deontay Harris is somebody, because of how often the Saints like to mix and match their personnel, that's a key piece that would still easily see 40% of snaps in a game, right? On offense. And then, of course, he brings you all of that all pro special teams returnability that he also gives you. And remember, 
Deontay Harris isn't just an all pro because he can pick up a lot of return yards, but because he can field short punts, because he can help you flip the field by actually stepping up and making a tough catch as a punt returner, as opposed to letting it bounce and letting that ball go back to the two, three yard line. And then all of a sudden you're starting with like a 10%, 5% chance of even getting to the other uh, opposing territory, right? So I think that it's even those pieces for you as well that make it really important for Deontay Harris to be back next season. And I keep calling him Deontay Harris. I'm going to correct myself now, Deontay Hardy, my apologies. So Deontay Hardy, I think is going to be a big piece for New Orleans to try to maintain going into 2022 because of all the multiple roles that he serves over on the offensive side, as well as on the special team side. So those are four pieces that I think the New Orleans Saints absolutely need to retain. New Orleans Saints still have a bunch of other free agents that are going to be heading into the market potentially this offseason. So we'll go rapid fire to wrap up the list. Who else should remain in New Orleans and who else could I see walking? We're going to talk about it as we wrap up today's episode of Locked on Saints. Now, in order for the New Orleans Saints to get all these players to even stay in New Orleans, they're going to have to be smart about how they spend their money. So let me talk to you about how you can be smart about how you spend yours. It's going to take one free app that has absolutely no catch attached to it. It's the GetUpside app. Go and check it out. If you're somebody that drives a lot, constantly at the gas station, filling up your car, or maybe you're somebody that only fills up halfway like myself, now you can start to kind of get into the rhythm here of filling your car all the way up and living your best life. And that's with the GetUpside app because GetUpside app is going to give you cash back on the money that you spend at select gas stations every time that you fill up. You just go to one of those select gas stations, you fill up your car, your truck, your vehicle, you take a picture of the receipt in the app, and then they're going to give you up to 25 cents back per gallon on that fill up. And if you download the app and you haven't used it before, use the promo code touchdown. They're going to bump that up and give you 50 cents back per gallon on your first fill up. You can get that back whenever you like into your bank account, PayPal, or even a gift card. If you like your Amazon gift card, other brands as well. Some folks getting $200, $300 back with the get upside app. So go and check it out. Download it from your app store today. Don't forget that promo code touchdown. So you get 50 cents back on your first fill up. And with all that money that you're saving at the gas pump, you can go ahead and have a little bit of fun and get in on the action throughout the NFL playoffs or at betonline.ag. We're not going to have the pleasure of watching the New Orleans Saints in the playoffs. So if you want to make the playoffs a little bit more exciting, putting some action down on some of these big matchups, definitely a fun way to do it. So go ahead and check them out. They have everything that you need in terms of lines, spreads, over, under, all of that money line, whatever it is that you're looking for. And with the NFL playoffs, you can look over at the NBA, the NHL, and you know UFC, uh, MMA, and they even have your favorite Vegas casino games and a lot of live betting modules that can be a lot of fun as well. So you can bet along with the trends as they're developing right in front of you. So go ahead and win yourselves some money over at betonline.ag. Don't forget to use the promo code if you're a first-time customer, locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, so you can get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on at betonline.ag, where the game starts. Let's get it, Houdat Nation. Wrapping up today's episode of Locked on Saints with our rapid fire segment to close it out by taking a look at the remaining free agents that the New Orleans Saints will have over the course of this offseason. Now, the Saints have brought back a total of 14 players to future reserve lists. We talked about some of those. Others include now Blake Bortles, Jordan Miller, and a few other folks that are going to be coming back to New Orleans that are going to be there in training camp. But as of right now, there are still a lot of uh, restricted, unrestricted, and exclusive rights free agents out there that the Saints 
will have to make decisions with. So just as a reminder, unrestricted free agents are simple. If they're if they're not re-signed by their team by the time the new league year begins, then they're able to go out there, mix and mingle and talk to other teams. Restricted free agents can go out and talk to other teams, but the team that they are sort of have their expiring contract with can put down a first round tender, second round tender, or a, a right of first refusal tender to make sure that they stay on a low price, but then they can also still go out there and talk to other teams. But if another team decides to trade for, or excuse me, sign them, then they have to either give up a first round pick if they were signed to a first round tender, give up a second round pick if they were signed to a second round tender, or give the other team the opportunity to match that contract that they were offered if they're on a right of first refusal tender. And then when it comes to exclusive rights free agents, if you're tendered, you ain't talking to nobody. And it doesn't mean that you have to get signed to a long-term contract or anything like that. You sign the tender, you're on the team, you're moving forward. So it makes it a little bit easier depending on how we go down. We'll identify each one of those as we go along. So let's start off first with our first unrestricted free agent. That's going to be wide receiver Traquan Smith drafted by the New Orleans Saints in 2018 in the third round. 47.7% of snaps played in 2022, 73 plus percent first down rate on his catches. I think Traquan Smith is back on a short, cheap deal with the New Orleans Saints. Probably not going to have a huge market, but I know that the Saints absolutely love him. He's not going to come back as a wide receiver one. He's not going to come back as a wide receiver two. He's going to come back as a wide receiver that knows the scheme and that is able to mix in as a third, fourth, fifth option and rotate just like we talked about with Deontay Harris. And even Deontay Harris, I would expect to see get more playing time. Traquan Smith would be somebody to get 20, 30% of snaps over the course of the 2022 season. Great blocker, somebody that knows how to run the scheme, can make some contested catches and is a good target in the red zone. That's why I see him back in New Orleans. It's not because they expect him to be the number 1,000 yard receiver. That's not what they want from him. He's going to be a good blocker. All right. Great job being uh, rapid fire, Ross. Let's pick it up. Shy Tuttle, uh, interior defensive lineman. He is a restricted free agent. I believe that the Saints will sign him and keep him in New Orleans. He played 44.2% of snaps and he stiff farm Matt Ryan back in 2020. Never forget. Uh, Carl Granderson, edge rusher for the New Orleans Saints that played 40.1% of snaps in 2022. Exclusive rights free agent. I doubt Carl Granderson is going anywhere. He's going to be extremely easy to keep. They could put a tender on him. He ain't talking to nobody else. He'll probably stick around in New Orleans. In fact, they might also, if they're smart, give him a uh, longer term, cheaper deal, two, three years, just because edge rushers don't grow on trees. Ask John Gruden. Uh, let's take a look next at Trevor Simeon, New Orleans Saints quarterback, unrestricted free agent, 32.9% of snaps played in 2022, four start, excuse me, 2021, four starts as well for losses. I don't think Trevor Simeon's back. The Saints gave a future reserve deal to Blake Bortles already. So expect to see Blake Bortles back in training camp. Trevor Simeon, I actually think he's going to have a pretty decent market as a backup quarterback. Yeah, he lost as a starting quarterback, but every time he came in as a backup, he was outstanding. You know, threw some beautiful passes, won some games. And I don't think that the Saints are going to be in any kind of bidding war over Trevor Simeon. Uh, Next up, Christian Ringo, hometown or hometown-ish but a raging Cajun nonetheless. 28.2% of snaps played in 2021. The guy's already 30 years old. I don't know if he's going to have a big market. I think the Saints will bring him back. He'll be a big part of their rotation. I think he's even somebody that might make the roster again in 2022. Ty Montgomery, i.e. the PJ Williams of the New Orleans Saints offense. I wouldn't be surprised to see the New Orleans Saints bring him back. He'd be very cheap to bring back on a vet deal that would end up coming in as a lower cap hit than the actual money value of the contract itself thanks to the vet benefit that they have. I think that Ty Montgomery could potentially be back in New Orleans. Kenny Stills, 
See you, buddy. Juwan Johnson, exclusive rights free agent. He'll be back. He's continuing to develop as a tight end. He had some really, really big time uh, moments in 2020-21. I think he'll be back in 22. Garrett Griffin, I was going to say that he won't be back because he just doesn't see a lot of playing time, but the Saints clearly really like his value as somebody that they can load up as a fullback or use as a tight end. And also he's a restricted free agent. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Garrett Griffin at least get tendered. I think he's going to have much of a market anywhere else. So I think he'll come back on that tender price on a right of first refusal. Jordan Mills, New Orleans Saints right tackle, 20.3. The Saints do 20.3% of snaps played. The Saints do need to keep some offensive line depth, but I don't know if Jordan Mills is that guy. Low Jordan Humphrey, wide receiver, 19.8% of snaps in 2021. Had a couple of touchdowns, had a couple of big uh, catch and runs as well, and he's a restricted free agent. I think he could very well be back for training camp at least in 2022. Albert Huggins, exclusive rights free agent. I assume all exclusive rights free agents will be back. He's the last one on the list. Oh, excuse me, second to last one on the list. I think that he'll be back as the Saints try to keep all of their um, rotation up over on the defensive line. On the other hand, though, Jalen Holmes, who is an unrestricted free agent, don't expect to see him back in New Orleans personally, right along with kicker Brett Maher. Get out the way, get Will Lutz back. That's the guy that we've all been waiting for. Will Lutz, if he was the if he was the kicker in 2021, you might be talking about a 10-win, 11-win playoff team here with New Orleans. Jeff Heath, very interesting one, a little bit on the older side, 31 years old, but played a lot of snaps for the Saints. Fantastic special teamer. Wouldn't be surprised to see him back for training camp. Caleb Beninock, don't know that he'll be back. James Carpenter, however, I think he will be back. James Carpenter played a lot as the Saints' sixth offensive lineman, sometimes even over Will Clapp. That's a pretty good indication. I think that he'll be back. Ken Crawley might finally see his way played back off of this roster over the course of the offseason, not holding my breath about him returning. Uh, Dwayne Washington, unrestricted free agent. I think that he'll be back. Saints like their special teamers. And then the last two here, we've got Jalen Dalton, who's an exclusive rights free agent, interior defensive lineman. They loved him. They loved him over the course of training camp. Unfortunately, had his season in before it began. I think he's back for training camp in 2022. And Ethan Greenidge, left tackle, restricted free agent. I don't know that the New Orleans Saints end up bringing him back, which could open the door for a guy like Jordan Mills to actually be back for training camp. There you go. That's every single New Orleans Saints free agent going into the 2022 season. Some of them will be back on more future reserve deals like we saw with 14 other players earlier this week. Some will be back on those tenders for restricted and exclusive rights free agents. Others will be back on brand new contracts and others, as we discuss, might not be back at all. We'll see exactly what happens and keep track of it every step of the way here every single Monday through Friday on Locked On. Saints. Thanks as always for making us your first listen of the day every day. Coming up in tomorrow's episode, the New Orleans Saints defensive coordinator Dennis Allen not getting a little, not getting any attention at all across the open head coaching positions. We'll talk about why that might be the case, why it's good news for New Orleans, and why there's still one team out there that has yet, at the time that I'm recording this, to schedule a single interview for their GM or head coaching positions that I think could still be in play for Dennis Allen. We'll talk about all that as we continue on with tomorrow's episode of Locked on Saints. But for your second listen today, make sure you're checking out the Locked on Bets podcast. Go ahead and win yourself some money with your boy Q and handicapping expert. Just search for Locked on Bets on any of your favorite podcast providers. And for everything you need around the New Orleans Saints in between our episodes here at Locked on Saints, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how your mom and them. And trust you that nation, I'll holla at you.